0: I got bored one day so I wrote this song I might make a little beat just to play along I broke down my weed and lit up my bong I'm on I'm on I've done some devilish things in my past I'm about to talk some shit and I just might flash if you don't like what I'm saying you can just kiss my ass and that's that This ain't for everybody. Understand please I let the dog off the chain released his leash. This is a simple introduction for Justice and the Peace. You are now listening to another episode of Justice and the Peace. Today's date is Friday, december tenth. The time is now 10.15 a.m. And it is a cold morning outside this damn day. I mean, shit. Shiver me damn timbers. What the fuck is going on in fucking California and in Sacramento for that matter? Shit. Anyway. Anyway it's another motherfucking episode. I welcome you all. Thank you for joining me and listening to my asshole analytics and the rest of the, I don't know, vomit of information that comes out of my mouth. Um, Today's flowers is going to be going to, I don't know, I did science last time, I think, right? I think I did science, right? Um, I want to give these flowers today to, shit, I don't know yet. Like I said, most of the time I just hit record and let it it just flow naturally without any sort of um, written word. But um, what I want to talk about today is a few things a few things i want to talk about today um there is i don't watch the news very much i used to watch the news all of the time but then the commercials got me and then i noticed patterns and just fear scares fear scare fear scare so i stopped watching the news and i will occasionally if i feel like i have maybe 30 45 minutes, sit down, and actually see what it is that the news is reporting. Now, yesterday, I turned on the news in the morning, and I wanted to record about this yesterday while it was still very, very fresh in my mind about a story that I've seen. Actually, I've seen a couple of stories, but what I want to talk about today is exactly why I am afraid of a lot of fucking people in this world. Now, I just want you to take that and remember I said this shit, okay? This is why I'm afraid of a lot of you motherfucking unstable individuals who have mental mental issues, not even mental issues, but hurt in your life that has never been addressed, that you don't want to address, that people have either denied you the opportunity to heal with, I am afraid of these people. Some people have convinced themselves that the shit that it is that they came up into is normal. And in turn, what they do is they become a reflector, a mirror of that same shit. Now, for me, it's a very, very different kind of situation. I don't know That many people whose mom disappeared when they were five and then went through all of the shit that I went through just to get to this age to find out that they had siblings in the same state, in the same city, and a dad that didn't even know about him. So so there's a lot of people that I really can't identify with. And if you are out there and you hear this podcast, reach the fuck out to me because we need to talk. But what I'm saying is. There are a lot of people who are hurting, if not all people. It is a natural human condition. And I wouldn't even say natural human condition. It is the most primal emotion for our species, and that is fear. Fear is what got us out of the trees. Fear is what got us to sit around fires. Fear is what got us to train dogs. Fear is one of of the most primal emotions that human beings are, that, that human beings are coded with, at least how I look at things. Now, you don't have to take my fucking word for it at all. And truthfully, I wish that you wouldn't. Just listen to me and follow me. And if you agree with me, fine. If you don't, great. I'm not here to 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 push any kind of... um any kind of uh, religious, and I don't mean religious as in God, but I mean my, I'm not trying to push my theory upon you. I'm just giving it to you. There are a lot of people that are fucking hurting. And these people, including me, including me, I was one of these people, I'm still hurting. Even though I have found so much more clarity for my mind, I am still in a state of hurt. There is still a part, not even a partial, another half of a void missing in my life. Now, for for me, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that a lot on this episode because I don't want to generalize how other individuals feel. I cannot speak for no one but myself, and I will not be held accountable for any else, anyone else's actions but my own. For me. Just even acknowledging and accepting that what the fuck happened to me as a child was not normal was a long, it was a long process for me to get to, especially when you're around individuals who have not only convinced themselves that what happened to you doesn't make you who you are and this and that and that and this. If they convince themselves that and then they start to press their belief system upon you and you're already fucked up, I believe that it's a possibility that that could do nothing more than disable you. Not only as a child, as a young man, as a middle-aged man and by the time you hit The middle age, if you have not caught and recognized exactly what the fuck is going on, you just accept it. Sometimes if sometimes you just accept it as a kid, you just hey, that's just the way shit is. And you move on and people do great things with their lives. And I'm not saying that that, you know, it it can't be done without this way. Anything can be done if you recognize what it is that you're trying to do. But when people press, when people, um, I wouldn't say enforce, but when people basically kind of, kind of uh, choose the icing for your cake, and you tell them you don't like that icing, and they tell you yes you do, you like that icing, and you're gonna eat it too. That's kind of how I feel when you impose your will upon others, especially on issues that probably most people couldn't understand. It is now it is very understandable to me why I never really spoke about my childhood as I grew up in high school, Um, some sort of primal instinct or some sort of just natural mechanism kicked in a defense mechanism or something like that to where I think that if I, spoke to, if I spoke about it, I could be made fun of. And I grew up in the 80s. I grew up when you could talk about motherfucking people, not this soft, sensitive-ass shit to where you can't talk about a kid's clothes. I knew the shit was going, I knew the world was going to shit when they started putting motherfuckers in uniforms and shit. That is bullshit. What I'm saying is, in order to grow, you need the opportunity to understand exactly who it is that you are and what it is that you choose or want to be. But without that opportunity, without the opportunity to grow or to understand oneself, how can you actually know who the fuck you really are? If someone is constantly imposing what it is that they want or wish or need you to be without you actually exploring what it is that you want, you wish, or you need to be, how exactly do you know who the fuck you are? We all need time in this earth to pace around, to make mistakes, to grow. We all need it because we all make mistakes. Just like we all have told a lie. It is just natural. People just do not want to, they don't want to accept nor admit. The obvious, and I, I I myself am perplexed, and I'm at a loss for words. I'm completely fucked up on why it is that everybody is a tough guy. Everybody can take every, can take anything. No one is sensitive. Oh, you in your bag. Like, the motherfuckers is making up all kinds of fucking sayings and shit. To stay away from the truth, the biggest one is the snitch shit. I have a situation going on with one of my former employers, and I spoke. I spoke to a former uh, a employee, a former coworker. And and as I'm speaking to this coworker, I'm explaining to them exactly how I was wronged, and that all they had to do was give the confirmation on their end, and I can get. A, a, a better a better outcome for this situation to be resolved and the first thing a motherfucker want to say even though they knew that the person who had wronged me was in the motherfucking wrong the first thing they don't want to say oh man I don't want to get involved in that I ain't no snitch you, you can't snitch at work I want to put that out there right now there's no such thing as snitching at work it's called work when you go to the block to sell drugs and your people call you do you say yeah my nigga I'm at work Is that what you say? Is there a 401k plan? Is there a retirement plan for fucking selling drugs and shit like that? Snitching only applies to street mentality shit, not to motherfucking real world shit. And the street can be a real world if that's where you choose to exist. But what I'm saying right now is that, I'm I'm not saying anything. You don't have to listen to this shit. If you don't like it, don't listen. I, I have to constantly put that shit out there. Um, What I'm saying is that people love to shape and mold their environments around them to where they can comfortably move around. That's what a majority of people do. If you think about when you get home, your home is tailor-made fit for your comfort. Why wouldn't you tailor-made fit your friends? Your, your 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 whole circumstances for your comfort. You don't see anybody kicking it with, you don't see people kicking it with people that they don't like. But for some strange reason, I constantly have been in situations where people are actually telling me what it is that I should feel or how I should feel. And I keep it very, very transparent with most motherfuckers all of the time. Is that how I feel is how I'm going to feel. And there's not going to be no kind of fucking way that you're gonna talk me out of it or the next motherfucker is gonna talk me out of it. I have been too open to other people's uh, uh, criticism and, and certain viewpoints and let them into my life and tried to use those things knowing that they could not apply to me nor to my situation. So I understand that I'm hurting is what I'm saying. I I understand that there is growth needed. But what happens when you don't understand that you're hurting and that you were victimized and that you got a bad hand? We all, in one way or another, get a bad hand. It just matters. And matter of fact, I take that back. All of us don't get a bad hand. Some of us get a terrible hand. Some of us get two cards. To work with. Not only fucking play Texas Hold'em, but I'm pretty sure you can't win the goddamn game with fucking two cards starting off. I'm pretty sure. When people impose their will upon you, it is hard for your brain to understand what it is that it wants to impose upon itself. That is my understanding. Now, back to the beginning of what the fuck it is that I was talking about, and that's why I am scared of people because I know people have agendas and motives and they're trying to do shit for their own personal gain, their own personal wealth. Sometimes shit their own personal health. And it scares me because I know for a fact that they're not out there trying to uh, uh, make situations more, more. not even situations, making, and it's a cliche, making the world a better place. If, as long as you're not hurting people, and I think you should try to at least say something uplifting to one person a day, laugh hard, find a laugh for the day each day. There are certain things that I think we need as we have evolved from the trees now into the streets. There are certain things that we need to keep the the, the, the human psyche in check. And it fears me that some people don't get these things. And when they don't get these things, their brain. It's searching for confirmation. It's searching for validation. It's searching for something that that it can possibly grasp onto, something it it can identify with. And most of the time, the one thing that is always quickly there to harness is anger and violence. And anger and violence is so easily obtainable because it takes no. It it, it does take a a thinking pattern if you're a professional fighter. Because if a professional fighter listens to this and says, violence takes... Yeah, yeah, violence does take... It can take precision and all kinds of other shit if you're a professional boxer. But if you're just out there in the streets and you're a normal day Joe, you get pissed off, you want to fuck shit up, most of the time, you're not fighting people. Nowadays, all I have to do is tell you, watch the fucking news. The reason I am completely scared of people is this story that I'm about to share with you. I turned on the news yesterday morning just to see what the weather was because it was quite motherfucking chilly already early in the morning. I turned on the news and breaking news last night in Stockton. Some crazy ass motherfucker didn't shoot at a cop in the cop car. This motherfucker. Wanted to see Jesus, the devil, Satan, uh, uh, Yahweh, all at the same damn time. I am dead ass serious. This motherfucker went to the Stockton Police Department and started shooting guns. I don't give a fuck if he were shooting guns in the air. I don't give a fuck if he were shooting guns uh, uh, into the dirt. But common sense, not even common sense would let you know that if you did that, something bad could possibly happen. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a a Harvard graduated philosophy major or some shit like that. I'm just saying, um, one plus one is always equal two, and two plus two is always equal four. So, I mean i don't I don't know what the fuck and and I hope this guy wasn't going through some real real traumatic shit, but I'm just saying, if you go to the motherfucking police department and you start shooting shit up, it's a possibility that your ass might get shot. Now, for me, it was an open open and shut story. I said, well, and like I said. Hey, man, uh, uh, I don't have nothing against this guy. I don't know this guy. I don't know his family. I'm sorry for your loss. You know, completely, completely. But right is right and wrong is wrong. If the guy had a mental issue, he shouldn't have had a firearm, number one of all. Number two of all, you go to the police department and you shoot shit, you're probably gonna get shot. Number three of all, this is now public. This is the public story. So now I can touch it. So since I am touching upon it, I want to say that I don't know if this guy was trying to kill himself or I don't know if he thought that he was going to kill an officer, but it didn't work out the way that he planned unless he planned on showing up there and getting murdered by the police, which is suicide by cop. That isn't, I mean, that is terrifying to me. Shooting at a cop, if you'll shoot at a cop, you'll shoot at a civilian like it ain't shit. You might even kill a baby. I don't know what you're fucking capable of doing when you have that type of hurt or that type of mental illness. I don't know what you're capable of doing and it scares the shit out of me. But this is the scarier part to me. This is where it gets scary. They hold a motherfucking press conference and the police chief or the spokesperson, whoever this motherfucker was out there, had tears in his eyes. Why are you, did you get shot? No. Did someone get shot? No. Was anyone hurt but the gunman? No. Why the fuck are you crying? Your job as a police officer, and I know a couple of good cops. I grew up in Oak Park, went to Bret Hart. There used to be a, a, a cop that used to come that used to come to, um, Bret Hart all the time. I don't know if he's alive or not, but Officer Walker, he, he blinks like a thousand times uh, uh, every two or three minutes. He blinks a lot. Cool ass cop used to show up, do the in old park, used to show up and do his whole little shit and woo, 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 woo. Anyway, I don't have no problems with the cops. I have problems with cops acting like they want to be cops when they want to be cops, but don't want to be held accountable for the power it is that they have obtained by becoming a cop. Becoming a cop, there is a very I'm not a cop, would never be a cop. I don't even want to fucking manager a fucking dairy queen for that matter. But since you are a cop, you have signed up. you have put your life on the line to become a civil officer to serve and protect. Signing that contract to become a police officer is an admission to basically saying, I admit that I am willing to sacrifice myself for the greater being of not only humanity, but of this nation. Now, you cannot say that you are willing to sacrifice yourself for these things and then fucking cry when that shit happens. That's why I'm not a cop. That's why I'm not a firefighter, because I'm not going to lie. I've told my kids, if if the motherfucking house catch fire, you will want to follow me, because I don't know if I could run back in. I really don't know. I don't want to get put in that situation. But cops, you automatically know that it's a possibility that you might not go home at night. No cop has ever, I'm pretty sure no cop has ever taken any kind kind of fucking training on where somebody descends upon a precinct. And if they did, whatever training it is that they took, they murdered this motherfucker. I don't understand why cops want to be cops when they have power, but don't want to be cops when it's taken away. Unless your whole purpose to actually hold that occupation is to exert or to, to, to remind people that they're powerless as you enter situations. Motherfucker up here crying and shit. Oh, you know, it's... <laughs> Shut the fuck up. That is part of your job. That's like a janitor complaining that he got to sweep the floor. That's what the fuck you have to do. Eventually, you, you cops get into standoffs Cops get into shootouts, cops get into high speeds, cops do negotiations, cops do fucking detective work, there is a shit, cops do typing too, if you want to be a typing cop, be a typing cop, but we need officers that are out on the street, who are actually looking for the bad guys, not trying to send you to jail forever for a fucking traffic ticket, It's a a big thing that I have completely noticed throughout my whole life. I don't give a fuck if I was uh, 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 drunk or sober. People do not know exactly how to control power. They only focus on maintaining it. Once you get power, the last thing that you want to do is give up an inch of it. Because once you give up an inch of it, you might have to give up a yard. And if you give up a yard, you're definitely going to give up a foot. So I thought deeply to myself, you know, there's always, there's always a a reason why people do things. I'm thinking to myself, why the fuck is this guy up here crying? What is he crying for? And then that little voice in the back of my head started talking to me. Don't worry. We don't have conversations. He just talks to me. But anyway, he started talking to me and telling me, you know, this is a good, good way for the police department not only to ask for more funds, which they do every year, and they enhance how much funds they ask for by invoking this quota system. If you're out on the roads or just walking around, you notice that the police presence gets extremely thicker in urban environments around the end of the year because they need to arrest a certain amount of individuals so that they can ask for a bigger budget than it is that they did the year before. But I'm thinking to myself, what could he possibly gain out of crying? And it hit me. Yeah, the bigger budget, okay. That's a good maybe they didn't get the numbers that they needed. Yeah, yeah. Then another thing hit me. Something that I've been hearing these 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 uh the these people who they call crackpots on the right talking about and that's them militarizing the police force. Now, if they militarize and the, the police force is already heavily militarized, they have tanks. They have Shit that pushes through, shit that you, shit that we use in other countries is here in this country and does get used on civilians. If you don't believe me, look at Waco. Look at the rest of the shit to where they storm motherfuckers' houses with tanks and shit. they do the same shit here that they do overseas. But now I'm thinking they don't have, Um, it's not jurisdiction is the word that I'm looking for, they don't have like a cover to do it, but this right here, this looks like it could be the, the, the cover that the police need to say, you know what, we're going to need, um, I don't know, I don't know, maybe a 10-foot fence with bob wires and uh, uh, holes for us to look and shoot, where the police force is just completely inside of a bunker or some shit. And they just come out like the squad, like the gang that they are. And I'm going to say it right now. Police officers are part of a gang. They're just a gang that has found a way to recycle its money. Period. And I can say that confidently because I have stories about some of these cops um, from my grandma, rest in peace, who who has told me about her experiences dating some of these motherfucking cops these cops smoke weed these cops get DUIs. these cops are humans and that's the scary part to me is that too much of anything ain't good for nobody but too much of anything for a person in a position of power is intoxicating Just the thought of having power to some people is intoxicating. To being able to tell someone to shut the fuck up and sit the fuck down or threaten threaten them by removing their freedom, it can be intoxicating. Definitely. And it's scarier to me that not only are they too afraid to lose any power. But the appetite to gain more is at an all-time high. Not too long ago, police officers were walking off the job because they couldn't shoot people. Now they're walking off the job for a vaccine. I mean, I constantly tell myself that, you know, I do understand that, I didn't get any Ivy League education or anything else like that. But my common sense meter is always pretty much at an all, it's at an all time, you know, consistent level. You know, before I make any type of judgments, I argue the other side. Why would they do this? What would they do? And I do that. But with this shit, the only thing that I can see actually good coming up out of this is not for the general public. Because the best knowledge that the general public could actually have, they already have. You don't, pro- you don't fucking assault police officers. <laughs> There's nothing else to be learned there. If I was that cop at that motherfucking press conference, I would have told him. And the next motherfucker that come down here, we're going to kill your ass too. We are cops, period. We're officers of the law, period. If you attack us, we will defend ourselves, period. You're cops. No one would have fucking went against that. I don't give a fuck what this guy was going through. Everybody knows that you don't go shoot that no cops. Now, i go on and on about the police. I really could. I mean, there's a lot of shit to, there's a lot of layers of that onion to unravel, but I don't want to keep going so, so deep into that stank. I want to talk about this boy, Kyle. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Kyle, Rittenhouse. Now, all I know, let me rephrase that. What I know in the beginning is what it sounded like. Him showing up with the gun and da, 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 da. And somebody tried to swing on him. And yeah, yeah, yeah. What I didn't know, was somebody did pull a gun on him. And some shit, you know, yeah, they tried to swing on him and the whole little shit. But what I always go back to with the Kyle thing is a few things in the beginning of this. Number one of all, he didn't have a gun. His gun was given to him. So whoever gave him that gun. They should be held accountable, number one. Number two of all, he had no means and ways of getting down there. Whoever gave him a ride should be held accountable, number two. Number three of all, he didn't own shit down there. There was nothing for him to protect. He went down there to get into some shit. And number four of all, eliminates the first three. If he would have sat his ass at home, wouldn't nobody even know his motherfucking name. Nobody would have got killed. There wouldn't have been no trial or anything. And that story to me is very lopsided. I don't agree with it because there is a thing in this country right now that is going on to where property is more important than human life. Now, I'm going to keep this subject and segue into parenting. It is fucking preposterous to me that someone can go and kill someone else over an inanimate object, but I can't fuck up an 18 or 19-year-old dude who's trying to holler at my 15-year-old daughter. There's laws against that. So what I see is property having more of a value, at least more of a value on a young black woman's life, probably young white woman's wives too. I can't go to this guy's house and wait for him to look at me or or talk shit and shoot at him. But over a building or over a tire shop or over a car detailing shop, if I feel like I need to protect it and it's not mine, it's not even my flesh and blood, I can show up there with a firearm and eliminate people. But me as a father, I can't protect my own blood. I have for the longest been trying to understand what the fuck the issue is with certain individuals and their property. And then the laws and the public. And when I mean certain individuals and their property, people will protect their property by any means necessary. Malcolm X style, out the window with the A-K. People will protect their property and there are laws to keep them safe, to keep them safe. But there are not any laws for fathers to protect their daughters or their sons. But that is my flesh and blood, right? That is my property, an actual, an actual living thing, something that's not rebuildable, something that's not recyclable something that gets one chance at this thing we call life I can't protect that like it's property it's a perplexing thing for me to try to figure this thing out because a lot of people really don't get they don't get the 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 A to the B you can always rebuild your property but when it comes to your child People can always say, you can have another kid. No, but it's not the same kid. It's not the same building. Shut the fuck up. Those aren't even two of the same things. I just don't understand how one thing has more presidents over the other. These motherfucking times that we live in right now are so fucking confusing that Sometimes all you can do is try to act like you know what you going. Try to act like you know what's going on, because if you really knew what was going on, it would scare the shit out of you. During the Trump, um, shit. During the, during before the Trump presidency, um, before the Trump presidency, during the Trump presidency, and after. The Trump presidency, I watched so many people gain their shit, lose their shit families fight families do me and my me and one of my best friends that I grew up with my 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 friend kev he's a trump supporter he's not a racist though by far not a racist there's certain things that that You know, I don't know. I really don't like to talk about Trump because motherfuckers get their panties in a bunch. boy. I tell you, but there are certain things that people can identify with the Trump thing, but are willing to turn their nose to at the same time. So I I really don't like to talk about this motherfucker, dude. But I just noticed how tribalistic we have become at this moment in time, not only as well, definitely as a country, because this country is still basically an, an, an infant. If you look at other countries around the world, the infant that has money—that's kind of what America is—an infant that has money, but this infant has a temper, a bunch of weapons and toys that like to destroy things. So, yeah, um, I'm rolling the blunt, so I lost my track of my my my, tra- my train of thought. But it—it's it, just it everything. Is so polarizing right now that people need people feel the need that they want to pick sides. And I've already chosen my side. I'm on the human side. Right is right, and wrong is wrong. I don't care who you are. Truthfully, I just don't care who you are. When 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 someone does something wrong, if someone does something wrong, it's not your place to tell them. That they did something wrong. But if they ask you. If they ask you. Do you think that was wrong? It is. Your moral. Duty. Your human duty. To tell people that they are wrong. And it's hard. Don't nobody. I don't like hearing that I'm wrong. I'm wrong quite a shit. A lot. And if I'm wrong on here, you'll hear me say, hey, that was wrong. That was wrong. But, you know, you talking to me, mate? I ain't never wrong. I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. Uh, yeah, it, it's, there's a big, there's a big gaping hole of admittance and acceptance and truth and lies and double standards that are going on. That I think right now is actually being shown to other sides that were never even thinking about those issues. And I'm not going to lie. There are issues that I don't even know about or think about because I'm not in that world. So I can't be mad at people who do not know or do not think about the issues that are in mine. But. At least I'm conscious that I'm not the only one with fucking issues. So, I don't know. There's just been an observative observative podcast on uh, shit on the news. Police still crying. I don't get it. Police still crying. But, yeah, I'm going to end this one early. The episodes will be starting to drop down um, to probably about 30 minutes. Next year's uh format's going to start to include guests, um, interviews, trying to understand a little bit more about this thing we call life, plus some other shit that I like to talk about. I like to get some people in here to converse with me and, and not kind of, but definitely get their perspectives and try to understand things a little bit more than it is that I think I understand them now because, oh, yeah, I am a dumbass. So just keep that into consideration when listening to this. And, um yeah, yeah, I'm going to wrap this bitch up. Wrap it up like a gift and hand it off to you and let you do what you do. So with that being said, please like, rate, subscribe, hate. Tell a friend, don't tell a friend, support the show. I got a cash app, Justice916. Cash app, Justice916, hit me up, drop a dime. But well, not that kind, motherfucker. Drop a dime. But anyway, um, this has been another episode of Just Us and the Peace. Peace.